yo what is good beautiful people how are you guys all doing ah man it is it's it's been it's been great it's been great you know going through uh interesting and growing phases in life you know i mean starting to be able to accomplish goals that i thought would take me a year but it's actually been taking me a lot less and it's kind of interesting it's like you know you you set out to do certain things and it's like you start wondering okay what do i do now when i thought this thing was going to take me a year but i'm doing it in like two three months and so you just upgrade your goals you know what i mean but um that's another topic for another day uh first of all i just want to say what up to all of our old listeners all the old fam cell speaks who's uh been following this podcast i love you guys i appreciate you guys and to the new ones listen i encourage everybody right now to just subscribe and that way you won't miss when the episode drops follow me on instagram cells speaks s-e-l-z speaks on instagram you can also follow my other page uh cells jp s-e-l-z-j-p and hit me up on facebook a cell jean pierre jr you know let's stay connected and so that you guys don't miss anything that i'm doing all the content that I'm pushing out for you guys. And I'm working on something to upgrade the level of the podcast too. So just be a little patient with me. It's coming. It's coming. But, um, you know, this episode, I wanted to talk about something that I've kind of been talking about a lot lately with people. And I was like, man, it's just time. Um, and it's, it's credit. You know, I mean, it's credit and, you know, I got to give the disclaimer. I am not a financial advisor. The advice that I give, please take it at your own risk. Um, I'm not held liable for anything that you choose to do, et cetera, et cetera. But I will say this, like if you can follow my advice and if you are a disciplined person, this advice will do wonders for you. But this is only for the disciplined. If you're not disciplined and if you cannot control yourself, then this episode just take it with a grain of salt because I just don't want you to ruin yourself. And I just really wanted to get into how to leverage credit, how to leverage credit. And that's so important because when you understand how to maximize credit or how to maximize someone else's resources, it opens up a world of opportunities for you. You know, what I mean, we we kind of grow up in a society where we believe we have to do everything ourselves and everything has to be on our back and we have to make this happen and do this and do that. And it's, it's just so uh, draining and exhausting, you know, what I mean, trying to basically put the world on our shoulders when you start to realize, like, yo, if you know how to leverage certain things, it becomes easier. Like, for example, if you are, you know, playing in a band. You know, when you're playing everything by yourself, it's, you know, it has its advantages and stuff like that. But when you're playing with multiple people who understand you and everybody's playing at the same level, amazing things can really happen because everybody is working through interdependently. So I say this to say, like, understanding how to leverage credit goes even further beyond. You know, it gives you... The ability to buy a home, if you didn't have to buy a home, it gives you, if you didn't have the funds to buy a home, it gives you the ability to get the resources that you needed to enhance your business, even though you didn't have the capital to get those resources. It gives you the ability to keep 
your capital. And when I say capital, I mean your cash, the money in your account allows you to keep that while being able to get the things that you need to enhance yourself. Okay. And that's like I said before, and I'll I'll clarify again, this episode isn't about getting what you want and running up your credit and maxing out your credit cards, getting jewelry, getting all the stuff that you've wanted your whole life and always start to bling out. No, this is for people who are like trying to make things happen and don't necessarily have the money or have the money, but don't necessarily want to spend it all. You are just trying to basically leverage credit. And it's actually, it, this is kind of something I've been doing really my whole life because it just made sense, but it like, it got elevated to levels and and um, I, I'll start with what I used to do. So whenever, whenever I wanted to make a big purchase, right? You know what I mean? I started kind of looking into, okay, everybody's making this big deal about credit. What's the big deal? And mind you, I hated credit cards. I was not a fan of credit cards at all. I don't like owing people money. I don't like loans. You know what I mean? Thank God I was able to go through school, my bachelor's and my master's, and I didn't owe anybody anything. You know what I mean? I graduated debt-free. I didn't like that. Don't believe in debt. I hate loans. I hate credit cards. You know, that's what my stance was back in the day. And, you know what I mean? One day I was just kind of just doing a little research, and I was looking at how, you know, they say, hey, if you get this credit card, you know, spend $500 and you get 250 back. And I think the first time I was looking at that was when I had a keyboard, but like when I was traveling, I never had a keyboard amp. And I was like, man, I need an amp because it's kind of getting tiring, you know, always going out places and I never have an amp for my keyboard. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, you know, that kind of makes sense. If I get this keyboard, the amp was like, five, six hundred dollars brand new. And I was like, wait, hold on. If I buy this on this credit card, I'm going to automatically get two hundred and fifty dollars back. So now instead of the amp being five, six hundred dollars, it actually now becomes like three fifty, four hundred dollars within that range. And that's without me doing anything. So all I saw was like, a wow, a two hundred fifty dollar discount. Then the other part that I had to learn was that um, there was no APR for what 18 months right so that means i would not be spending any i would not be paying any interest for 18 months and for those of you who are like man you always hear the term apr what does that mean apr means annual percentage rate so that is the 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 amount of the percentage of interest that they charge you for the whole year Okay, but sometimes it could be a little misleading. So like if they say, for example, this credit card has a 24 percent APR, right? The APR is 24 percent. That means for the entire year, you will be charged 24 percent on whatever your balance on your card is. However, that number is divided by 12. So 24 divided by 12 would be two. And so you're charged two percent interest on your balance every month. So that's why sometimes they say, hey, keep your balances at zero so you're not necessarily charged the interest. So again, APR is just annual percentage rate. So when your annual your annual percentage rate is super high, like 24%, um, 
I don't know how high it can get. Mine has usually been in, in the lower ranges. But you divide that number by 12, and that's the percentage that that's the percentage of interest that you will pay on whatever balance that you have on that card that you haven't paid off. So I hope I kind of explained that clearly. And so with, uh, I think that first card was like um, Chase. And I'm not really trying to do no free promotions for them. So I ain't going to say the name of cards anymore. But um, when I did it, right, it was zero APR for 18 months, meaning that I could keep a balance on the car, meaning I can like, okay, I can buy this amp for $600. And I did not have to pay off the entire $600 because for 18 months, I would not be charged interest. So what that means is the balance could sit on that credit card. And all I had to do was pay the minimum payment, which was like, what, $20, $30. And for 18 months, which is a year and a half, I would pay zero interest. So it's basically saying, so think about that real quick, a $600 amp, just opened the card and the card had the offer of in the first three months, I spend 600, uh, I spend $500. I get 250 back. So now I'm already getting 250 back. So now that leaves me with about three to $400. I have a year and a half to pay off 300 to $400 with no interest. That was an amazing deal for me. And I said, when I saw that, I was like, oh, absolutely. Yes, do that. Like, let's make that happen. And then I did it and it worked wonderfully. And then here's the other part of it. It's that now once I did that, I also got the points because when you get card credit cards that give you cash back, every time you spend money, you get points and you can redeem these points for money, right? So once I did it this first time and I was able to get a keyboard amp for basically in the best scenario possible. And remember now, because I'm putting it on my credit card, I didn't have to use my own personal capital. I didn't have to use my own personal money. I just bought it through the credit card and I paid it off when I felt like it over time. Right. And if I wanted to just keep making the minimum payments of $20, $30, I would have been fine, but I just paid it over time. So it's like, I was able to get something that helped me as a business without actually using my own money. So now when I'm doing gigs, the amp is basically paying for itself. Right. So I so so I did it that first time. And so I started taking it to a whole nother level. So the next thing I did was and this is I kind of go back to kind of what was the next thing I did? Oh, I oh okay, okay, I remember now. Then I think that's what I did. The next thing I did was I already had one card with that bank. And since I bank with them anyway, I opened up another card with that bank with the same offer. But remember, I'm I was strategic about this. And and this is what I'm this is what I'm telling you guys is to put you guys on game. If you're going to do this, be strategic. So that first card, right? It had zero APR for the first 18 months. So what I was doing is if I needed something that was going to help for my business or help me grow, I would get it on that card, know that I don't have to pay any interest on it. And then continue to pay it, get the points. You know, what I mean, obviously that discount only works one time of the spend 500, get 250 back. That's a one time thing. But the zero APR lasted for a year and a half. So I would use that one card. OK, let's say I need to get pedals or I need to, you know, get something else or whatever. I would use that card, buy what I need to buy on that card. OK, knowing that I have to just pay the minimum amount because I don't have any interest for, you know, 18 months. 
So I would just kind of keep doing that to get the things that I need. But again, this is why I say discipline. I never went crazy and I just kept it strategic. If I needed, you know, what I mean, a keyboard stand, if I needed this, I was buying things that would help my business grow. That's what I was using for. It wasn't to get sneakers or a suit or, you know, whatever, like while out. like I think there was a moment where I did buy a suit on that card, but that's because I already had the cash for it. And like, that's another thing. I, if I do not have to, I don't pay debit on anything, like anything, because leveraging credit, any bill, my phone bill, my water bill, electric, any bill that I can run through a credit card, I am running it through a credit card. Why? Because when you use just straight cash, once you spend that money, that's it. You don't get anything back for it and your money is gone. When you're running your bills through credit cards, you're getting cash back. You're building up your credit, right? Right. Your, your credit is growing and your, your credit history looks better because they're saying, oh, you're making payments, you're using the card, you're paying off your balance, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to keep showing you guys how I use this thing to benefit me. So the next thing was, so after my first 18 months of zero APR was up, I said, oh, okay. I had seen that there was another card with the same offer, another 18 months, zero APR. I think it was something like if you spend $1,000, you get like 300 back or something like that. I was already planning on going vacation. What do you think I did? The same thing. I got this vacation. I got the card. I put the vacation on the card, automatically got points back, automatically got that $300 back for spending a certain amount in within a certain amount of time. And now I have a year and a half at zero interest to pay off this balance. So if I told you to pay off like $2,000 in a month, that could be a little intimidating because if you want to go on the vacation and then boom, you have to drop everything in that moment. It can be a little like, whoa, that's a whole lot. But if I told you, listen, I'm giving you a year and a half to pay off $2,000, that suddenly becomes a lot more feasible, right? Especially now too, where you're getting cash back immediately for spending a certain amount in three months. And then on top of that, there's no interest being charged upon you for a year and a half. If you are responsible with money, you you just manage it and you'll be all right. And that's what I started doing. And so now once I did that, man, yo, I got the hang of it. And so now there's levels to this, right? And this is also why I'm not a big fan of when Dame, Dave Ramsey talks about his whole, oh, cut up all your credit cards. And that I think that's the worst advice in the world. Because I've had conversations with millionaires and they've told me, like, listen, when you're building your business, use their money, use their money to build your business and you use your money to make sure you take care of yourself, to take care of your immediate needs, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like I was already doing these things. And then when I had conversations with people who were were up there and at that level, it just confirmed that, okay, I'm doing the right thing. Because here's the thing, right? What's the point of building your credit score and and working so hard that your credit looks good that you never use it. it it just doesn't make sense and so now everything i told you so far is how to do it on a personal level so where i took it to another level is i have a homie of mine a great brother of mine who actually got a hit up man because this guy don't even know how much impact he had on me and how he kind of just gave me advice and i just took it and ran with it but he told me yo like open up an llc and get a business credit card so you know what as soon as I could, I opened up my LLC. Um, uh, as you guys may know, sells LLC. And then I opened up a business bank account and I opened up and I got a business credit card. Now, I'm going to tell you guys something. 
A lot of you guys right now are on this whole get an LLC wave, get an LLC wave. That's fine. It's good. But it's useless if you don't attach your own personal, you don't attach a bank account to that LLC. So it's not just get the LLC, also get a business bank account. Like that's super important. You know, for example, now in the times that we're in with COVID and stuff like that, there were certain programs and certain things that LLCs and businesses could take advantage of. But because people had LLCs, but no bank accounts attached to those LLCs, you couldn't take advantage of it. All right. With your LLC, as soon as you get your EIN number and all your information, get yourself a business bank account. Don't put that off. Get yourself a business bank account so that you have your personal bank account and you have your business bank account. Once you're set up like that, then you're perfect. But as long as you keep thinking, oh, just because I have the LLC, everything is all good, you're severely mistaken. You, they have to be separate. You have to have your own personal, which is you and whatever you do, and then your business, which has its own business bank account, right? So when I got my own business, right, business LLC or whatever, I um got same thing. I got a business credit card. And I remember, I think at that time there, I wanted to go see ET talk. Yeah, that's what it was. I wanted, he, he had a thing in Chicago and I wanted to go up and see it. And that whole trip was going to cost me like four or $5,000 or something like that. And I was like, yo, let's just do what you've been doing. And I remember this time I did it under my business. So I got a business credit card and I think the line of credit was like eight, nine, ten, eight to ten thousand dollars. Like with your business credit card, they are much more generous with your limits. They give you a lot more. So guess what? I went to one of the conferences for four, like what is it, four or five thousand dollars. I was able to get one of the higher packages, stayed at Airbnb, my flight was covered, and I put it all on the business credit card. So guess what? Just like I told you, because I just opened up that card. For that strategic purpose, I got money back. And then I think with business credit cards, instead of 18 months, no APR, you get 12 months, no APR. So um, you give me 12 months to pay back $5,000, like that's not a problem for me. I can definitely do that. And I did. And here's what, here's the best part. So I was able to go to that seminar and get the knowledge and, and benefit off of it without ever having to use my own personal capital. Like my personal account didn't go down $5,000. It was just a $5,000 balance on a credit card. So now as I'm paying it off or whatever, then to now enter into their other program, it was like $3,000 to jump into it. And I already knew my balance was already like four ish five and I started to bring it down. My limit was at 10. So again, I was like, yo, this is a program that's going to help me grow and help me learn the tools and things. It's something that's going to bring value to me. So I jumped into the program. And I didn't even use another credit card. I just used the same one because I still had that time of no interest for such and such time. And I'm telling you guys, it was just a rinse and repeat kind of thing for me. Right. And so once I did that, I was like, all right, cool. And I had it on my business credit card, ended up paying off the balance way before I need. No matter of fact. And this was another thing I was going to say with that situation. I didn't even pay off the balance within a year because I just wasn't in a rush to. Like I kind of just paid, did the minimum payments or throw a hundred here, hundred there. And then there was a moment now when the APR ended, I started getting charged interest and it wasn't even the worst thing in the world. But once I started getting charged interest on my balances, I just became a little bit more aggressive to paying it down. Like, all right, it's like, let's knock this out right now. But I'm in this next example that I'm going to give you, which is what I did with my house. I'm going to show you why sometimes keeping a balance is not as cataclysmic of a big deal as we make it. So for example, right, 
and I'm a, I'm big on like if you're going to have you know a credit card or whatever like you know it's okay to use it that's the point that's why you have credit to use it so when I got my uh when God has blessed us with the house and when we got the house you know obviously you need furniture and stuff like that and I was thinking to myself I was like okay if I use all the capital right now to furnish my house there is COVID is still happening. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. I'm going to use all this capital and what will I have left after? And I said, yo, you know what? I'm just going to do what I've been doing. And so what I did was I, by this time, I think I have like six or seven credit cards or whatever. So I decided I opened up another business credit card. Same thing. Spend a certain amount, get a certain money back zero APR for this amount of time, et cetera, et cetera. Actually, I think with that business card, I started a course or something that was going to help me grow in, in trading even more and become a better, better trader. So that was put to like, I always use my business credit cards for trainings or, or things that will help me grow like sessions or, you know, workshops that I can go and stuff like that, like things to cultivate and, and grow me. But what I did when it came to the crib was I just leveraged all my credit cards. I didn't max them out, but because I had like six or seven, I said, all right, we're putting this furniture on that one, this furniture on this one, this furniture on that one. We'll put this on this one. And then, you know, I think when I went to Rooms to Go, Rooms to Go gave me a nice little line of credit where I was able to get the majority of stuff that I needed. Again, zero APR for like five years and my payments were like $100 a month or whatever. And so all I leveraged all of it. And now here's the funny thing. At that time, I think my credit score was like a 799 or 795, right? By the time I was done, because I had put balances on all my cards, my joint came down all the way down to like a 701, 700. But that I don't, people like it's so scared about that. But I didn't because I'm like, that's the purpose of credit to use it. And so once I did that, I wasn't worried because I knew at some point this joint is going to come back because I'm going to pay all this stuff off. I just don't want to use my personal capital. And so that's what I did. You know what I mean? Um, and here's the fun, fun part, right? Buying all the furniture on this card, that card, this card, this card, whatever. I'm getting all these cash back. I'm getting all these rewards. So now it's like I'm able to start buying other things for free because of how I'm running everything through the credit cards. And I'm going to stress again. Don't do this if you're not disciplined. Don't do this if you're just going to use stuff to make yourself happy or just think that you're going to buy a million things. No, I am very strategic with how my stuff is. And I usually have somewhat of an idea of how money is flowing, but I take care of my balances. I never let them get out of control. But in this situation, you know, what I mean, um, in this situation, I allowed myself to have balances. And I was paying a little bit more than the minimums, but I let the balances happen and I was paying interest on stuff. So it's like I wasn't stressed about, all right, you know what? We're paying a little extra interest because I'd rather like, let's say, for example, if I had eight thousand dollars in my hand, I'd rather put eight thousand dollars on credit and pay five, six hundred dollars collectively for all my credit cards spread out. than take that eight thousand and I spend it and I'm done. And now I don't have the money in my pocket. And see, the reason why people have these end up in these these rough situations is because your only understanding of money is usually buy or save. But for me, I've been learning and I've been really pushing even more to make my money work. 
So I'm not just going to give all my cash for something because I can see how that money works, which is why I leverage credit. Okay. So these are tricks that I have used that have helped me tremendously. And guess what? Now we're in March. Everything on the credit cards were all paid off. Everything is back to zero. And just like it always does, my credit score is coming right back up. And I never had to get rid of the capital that I had in my hands. So for you guys out there, man, if they out here preaching to you, oh, cut up all your credit cards and don't use it. Listen, that joint is baloney because people at this level, man, they using their credit cards for everything. I run all my major bills through credit cards, my phone bill, my my light, all that stuff. I'm running it through credit cards. Why? Because I'm getting cash back. I'm getting points. I'm getting leverage. It's increasing my credit score. It's increasing my credit history. You must be disciplined. But it's like, if you have the cash for something, don't use the cash. Use it on a credit card. And if you want to pay it off right then and there, pay it off right then and there. Again, be responsible. I can't stress this enough. Be responsible. Be disciplined. Be responsible. Be disciplined. But if you can master this system and learn how to leverage credit for the things that you're trying to acquire, the courses that you want to get in your life, I promise you, it can it can allow you to start doing things you never thought you'd be able to do. Like, I'm pretty sure there could be you know, I'm pretty sure there can be like, um, you know, courses or trainings that you want to do that's three, four, five thousand dollars and you don't know how you would pay for it. But having the right credit card with the limits that allow for it can make these things possible, especially if you know, OK, I'm getting this card 18 months, no APR. Um, I get if I spend three thousand dollars back, I'm getting three thousand three hundred dollars back. Use these things. Do your research, make these things an advantage. So I hope you guys can take this and run with it. You got your personal, you know, your personal credit cards with your personal bank account. Then you got to do your business, your business bank account with your business credit cards. That's the name of the game. I mean, this is really the tip of the iceberg because there is just so much that you can do with it. But if you guys take this and you use it and run with it, I promise you it'll be a benefit to y'all. So listen, if you know any of your homies that can benefit from this, listen, share this with them right now. Send it to like three, four, five. Send it to all the contacts in your phone. Have everybody subscribe and join the Sell Speaks podcast family. I appreciate you guys. I love y'all. It is always a pleasure. Till next time, Sell Speaks. Sell Speaks.